Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I'm pleased to be joined on this episode by Ariella Norabai, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Curacao. And we're going to talk to Ariel a little bit about the Curacao business, uh, including its physical retail store network, as, as well as kind of its um, ongoing community empowerment mission. So uh, I want to take the opportunity to thank you and welcome you to the show, Ariella. Thank you for having me, Jill. I'm very excited to be here. So for us uh, to get started, I think it would be a great point for you to tell our audience a little bit about Curacao for those that might not yet be familiar with the company. Absolutely. Curacao, we are a retail lender that specifically services underserved communities across California, Nevada, and Arizona, uh, as well as our online portal nationwide through icuracao.com. And our purpose really is to offer financial services and access for people to own the, the things and the products that they need today and not someday. A lot of people, you know, defer or wait to make a purchase because they don't have the means in order to do that. But yet that impacts their lifestyle. A lot of people that come to us come from other countries, are recent immigrants, or are families that are just starting out their, you know, their, their, their life journey. And they need access to products and services that they can make in small payments. We sell everything from refrigerators to appliances to furniture and fashion items such as purses, bags, and cosmetics. So you answered my follow-up question in terms of the product itself. So Curacao owns that product, um, also selling those financial services to sort of that underbanked or even un unbanked community, correct? That is correct. So again, we give them access to what they can't have. So we not only offer them products and services in small payments, but we also educate them. And that's very important for these communities because when you're new to credit or credit challenged, most of the times it's not because you want to be credit challenged, but because you just don't have enough education that explains to you the steps that help you be successful in a credit-worthy financial environment like America, in which your FICO score is your most important number besides your social security. So we spend a lot of time with our customers, educating them, empower them, and providing them with access to resources that enable them to either learn on their own or learn as they go, uh, or come to our stores and be uh, advised by one of our financial advisors. And that's very unique to us, right? Because we're a store, we're a retailer, but yet we do have a whole angle on financial education and empowerment that is necessary for the communities that we serve. Yeah, you're right. It is very unique um, and, and different from so many other retailers. And it's also would strike me as something as a very con consultative, you know, more of a, an education. I don't want to say that, you know, you know, handholding, but you you have to um, kind of get your customer well versed, more well versed in some of the um, financial products that are available to them in this country. You mentioned they have a large portion of your customers are are new to the United States, so it's it's more of a um, considered uh, and consultative 
experience when they're interacting with Curacao. Is that correct? That is correct. We actually can, we label ourselves as a high touch type of company. When you go to retailers today, they're moving away from high touch because it's expensive. You know, operationally, you have to hire a lot of people to be able to take care of people. Uh, they're going into a self-serve kind of space in which you don't even have cashiers anymore. You walk into the store, you grab your item, you self-cash out, and then you leave. And you never had to interact with a human in your entire customer journey. We pride ourselves of being different by actually having people at the door that greet you and make you feel comfortable as you walk into our stores. We have people in every single department that greet you and offer help. And then we have people in our credit desk that offer you coffee and cookies while they explain to you all of the financial options you have um, available in order to pay the products or services that you need. So absolutely, I think handholding is a, the right word. We definitely hold the hand of our customers through our entire journeys and make sure they're successful because it's complicated. <laughs> it is complicated to, you know, to, to, to understand credit and, and, and financing. So, so we want to make sure they have the best experience. So you've done a great job of, of kind of giving an overview of the Curacao business. Um, I'd like to kind of ask a similar question and have you tell us, I mentioned your title, Chief Marketing Officer. Tell us a little bit about your role with the organization and a little bit about your background and kind of the day-to-day -day, uh, work that you and your team are doing. Thank you. So I am the chief marketing officer, which means I have a really incredible team of professionals that help me position the brand in the marketplace. Curacao for the longest time has been positioned as a company that supports the community and where you can have access to credit. Our role is to continue that positioning and expanding beyond the immigrant communities and into the second and third generation Latinos. Um, I do mention Latinos, but we're not just a store for Latinos. Clearly, we're opening our doors for anybody and everybody that needs credit or needs to buy any product, even if it's on cash or, or their own credit. Uh, but my job is, is that to help the company expand from the core customer and attract new customers, continue to uh, to strengthen the brand across the communities that we serve. And I'm also responsible for all of our store openings and making sure that we put Curacao on the map when we go into new markets or new spaces, when we launch new products, new categories, new service. We're about to embark into the launch of our first uh, Curacao Club program, which is similar to what other retailers have available out there, but with our our own little twist, because everything we do is designed and created with our customer in mind at the center of it. And that club program is be akin to like a retailer loyal loyalty program. So we already have a strong loyalty program currently deployed, but this is a club program that just like Amazon Prime and you know Walmart Plus includes free shipping and many other benefits. Our card in itself is a has a robust uh, a number of benefits 
that we offer our customers, but we want to enhance that experience with a paid level. Our card benefits are free for all of our card members, but we are developing a custom paid service that will enhance their experience and provide services really that pay themselves you know, with the first shipping. So it's it's just one more way to bring value to our customers. You've talked about wanting to expand the reach of Curacao. Um, and one of the ways you can do that is through some of the digital marketing spaces that your customers are probably engaging with the brand and other, you know, ways that they're um, spending their time uh, online. Tell us a little bit about that digital presence in terms of the marketing efforts that you have. And then we're going to kind of then layer in what you're doing in physical stores as well. But let's start on kind of the digital side of the uh, business. Great question. So because 90% of our transactions are done on our private level credit card, we have a tremendous data lake of first party data from our customers that tells us who they are, where they live, and what do they purchase, and you know how well they pay or how well they don't pay. So from a marketing standpoint, our expansion really is focused on all of the customers and customer types that we deem to see are the best paying, the best uh, you know, growth oriented customers where they care about their FICO, where they care about building their credit. And what we do is we go out on digital media and then market to them based on a set of attributes or characteristics that we believe are the more likely to attract the type of customers that we're going after. So we tap on an ongoing basis and we constantly update our algorithms um, in terms of finding the right people to onboard as customers and then utilize that data to then go out with digital marketing and attract more of them. Um, I don't know, I'm sure you have heard of you know the term um, lookalike audiences. So we definitely rely on a lot of lookalike modeling on our digital marketing strategy in order to be able to find more customers that look like our existing customers. You also mentioned, Ariel, that that you're uh, kind of overseeing the growth of the physical retail footprint as well in those new store openings. Tell us a little bit about some of the uh, physical retail uh, expansion that Curacao is undertaking and, and then kind of an overall look at the strategy for brick and mortar retail going forward for the brand? That's a very good question, especially in, as I was mentioning, in a space where, you know, high touch is important to us, right? So we see more and more that young generations want experiential marketing. They want to go into a store to have an experience. That's why banks uh, like uh, Capital One created their coffee, you know, environment for younger audiences so that they can come do their financing or their banking and then have a, a little, you know, a little drink, a little bit of coffee. So we are very much um, involved into developing experiential spaces for our customers within our stores. So the first store that we're rolling out this is at Chula Vista, which is the two of the new stores that we're rolling out this year that we're opening are in San Diego and Chula Vista and the other one in Tucson, which is a market we already have a, a store. This would be our second store there. And what we're doing is developing experiential efforts by partnering with influencers 
and offering their products in our brick and mortar and then having them come to our stores to do experiential initiatives. You know, we have, you know, giveaways, gift with purchases, seminars of financial education, which again, those are part of that experience. Um, we have experiential taste, you know, like a try and touch and feel sections within our stores. In our Northridge store, we deployed a pillow, uh, selection filler uh, machine that is actually kind of in it and of itself uh, kind of an attraction for even little children. Just like when you go to that stuffy teddy bear company. Build a bear? Exactly. With build a bear. Well, imagine the build a bear, but instead of you're building a bear, you're building your pillow, you're stuffing your pillow. And they sh we show you the five different types of stuffings we have from feathers to fillers to combination. So we are very much into experiential. We have these two demo. Uh, these are really cool. These are Scorpio um, video game console slash chairs where you're literally sitting in a chair that looks like a Scorpio in which the end of the tail actually has the screen and you have a 360 experience with the audio inside that chair. So that is definitely has always been our goal is to have customers come to our stores and have a completely unexpected and unique experience because we're as marketers we want to surprise and delight customers and when you walk into the store and you all of a sudden see a new product you didn't expect to encounter or a new initiative or you see a lot of noise somewhere in the store because we're having you know an audio demonstration all of those things are intended to surprise and delight and then create a lot of excitement around the interior of our stores yeah, certainly not like the uh, traditional brick and mortar retail experience. You're doing something different at Curacao, which is really, which is really, you know, forward thinking and unique. You mentioned California, Arizona, I believe Nevada, three states that you currently have physical store locations. And as you look at continuing to grow the business, and as more and more immigrants travel throughout the country, and not just in some of these border states or closer, you know, um, do physical expansion outside of kind of that core footprint right now makes sense. And, and not even just immigrants, but first generation immigrants. And is that, you know, they have families. Uh, tell us a little bit about where potentially stores could make sense for Curacao. Absolutely. So the Hispanic community, which is our primary target, is expanding, as you mentioned, across the nation especially in so they're having some really strong growth in very non-traditional markets such as Atlanta, such as, well, Texas has always been a strong market, but we are seeing growth in Dallas and Houston and places where, again, not traditionally Latino communities would settle the new, com the new communities because new communities tend to come more to Arizona, Nevada, and California. And that's why we were settled there originally but you have people coming to the north side of the country so in in to answer your question yes we see immigration trends really growing in markets that are non-traditional and we are carefully considering those markets um our our growth expansion really is tied to our ability to provide credit because that's our unique value proposition. So we're currently only uh, licensed to 
uh, offer credit in California, Nevada, and Arizona. So as soon as those licenses are expanded to other territories, which of course we're considering Texas as one of those, then we will be expanding brick and mortar. But in the meantime, we are able to service nationwide through our uh, .com platform. Yeah, and that's a great point about those uh, financial licenses. I hadn't been thinking about that until you brought it up. So that's a, a good reason why right now in your core three states, but potentially as you expand those licenses moving outward as well. I want to talk about um, sort of the community, community empowerment. That's been part of the conversation we've been having at Ariella, but that's really core to Curacao's brand mission. So tell us a little bit about why that is kind of the origin story of the of the business and how it's manifested across the business, this really to empower the, the Hispanic and Latino community. Yeah, and the way that you are authentically able to speak to the community is through, first and foremost, your hiring practices, because that's something that we see as marketers across many businesses where they're like, oh, let's expand to the Asian community or the Black community or the Latino community. But then when you don't have a Black, uh, Asian or a Latino face on staff to actually service that customer, or you don't have a call center where you can press the language option that you need in order to reach somebody and speak in your language because that's how you're more comfortable. And I'm not even speaking about Latinos because at this point, three only three out of 10 Latinos are Spanish dependent. Seven out of 10 speak English and are bilingual. But then when we're talking about the Asian consumer, it's the reverse. Seven out of 10 are language dependent. So if you have a company that doesn't service them in Cantonese, Chinese, or Korean, or whichever is the language of preference of that community you serve with your brick and mortar, you're missing out. So at Curacao, we empower our community by, by offering them access to people that they can trust because they see themselves in them. So we hire Latinos, not only in corporate, but across all of our stores. When they come, there's somebody that speaks their language. We build programs that are created for their very unique cultural needs. So for example, we have a CCS program, which is our Curacao Credit Shield, which is a very cost-effective program that for a few dollars a month, you can have an insurance that if you lose your job, if you get hurt, if you are sick and you can't pay for your bill, we pardon uh, several amounts of months, like it's different you know, forms, um, but it doesn't affect your credit, which again, we are empowering them to have a good credit. We want them to build good credit, but life gets in the way. So this CCA program even covers new births in, you know, Latinos, we actually have a lot of births in our community. Uh, we have a lot of children. Uh, we have quinceañeras, which are our sweet, sweet 15s, which is a religious slash social major event that costs a lot of money. So if you can prove that you had a quinceañera or a wedding or a birth or a big event in your family that all of a sudden strapped you financially, then this uh, Curacao Credit Shield program kicks in and protects you so that you don't have to pay us for a certain given amount of time. So we empower you because we look like you, we speak like you. We create programs that understand you culturally and protect you from you know, any, any financial burden. We partner with nonprofits that are relevant to your community, like the American Heart Association. We have 
hard issues in the Latin community. So we want to make sure that if we're going to partner with a nonprofit, it's a nonprofit that directly impacts the Latino community. The Boys and Girls Clubs of America, we care about the children. So a big portion of the Boys and Girls and Clubs service Latino children. So that's who we, you know, that's who we partner. So in general, we support the causes that matter to the community from education and immigration to health and financial empowerment. So my follow-up question, I think you've answered a lot of it in that previous answer, Ariel, which was great. As I was going to ask, as you, as you think about if you had to offer advice for other retailers and brands that are not only seeking to acquire those customers for one time, but you really want, you, you at Curacao, your goal is to create a relationship with this customer and, and, and sort of create this community and build that empowerment within that community. You talked about being authentic and, and having diversity and representation across all facets of the organization from executive level down to the front lines in the store. Any other things that you would mention in terms of uh, offering advice to other retailers and brands that want to really create these communities that you're that you're doing at, at Curacao? Absolutely. Just get to know them. Talk to the bit, to your people. Do research. Immerse yourself in the community. Hire within the community. And that, that will give you the access that you need in order to really understand those cultural cues. So service authentically, include cultural cues in your operation, hire people that can service your audience, make sure you have language options, support causes that matter to them, and again, hire within the community. That will make you a true part of the community. So my final question for you, Ariel, as we record this, and in, in, we're still in the first month of the year, so I think it's still relevant to ask, um, as you look ahead for the remainder of 2024, is there one or two opportunities at Curacao, uh, and it could be specific to the marketing team and, and what you are overseeing, or maybe just the business as, whole, as a whole, that you're really most excited about? I'm very excited about artificial intelligence, uh, especially with all the data uh, you know, lake that I have access to. So what I'm excited about is tapping into a much much more expanded data strategy this year, expanding my marketing stack for proper segmentation that will enable additional, we already have a tremendous amount of personalization through our email marketing, but I want to take that like three levels up with artificial intelligence and truly surround the customer from the marketing to their presence at the store to their experience with delivery, oh, a whole 360 whole encompassing personalized experience that that will make them feel extremely, you know, uh, uh, that the affinity and they will make them feel extremely attached to my brand and that that affinity will continue to grow for many years so that the lifetime value of this customer becomes you know, extremely long. And and positioning Curacao, I would imagine, not just a, as a provider of goods and services that you should, you know, obviously as part of it, but you're also really a partner as the education piece that you talked about right at the outset. Exactly. So the owner always says, I don't want anybody to ever think that Curacao is a store filled with stuff. We're not a, we're not a, a, a box filled with stuff. We are an integral part and member of the community. We we want you to come in and have the personalized experience that that excites you. We want you to have uh, you know an, an 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 environment that is inviting. 
that is supportive, that is empowering, and, and to which you want to come back over and over and over again. Well, I think that's a perfect uh, message to wrap up our conversation. I, I do want to take the opportunity to thank Ariella Norabai, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Curacao, for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks. I've, I've really enjoyed, enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you, Ariella. Same here, Joe. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.